This is Alvin Sanders, Pop Tate, and you're listening to Riverdish. Vixens, it's Ryan and Sam, and we are coming back with a two-time guest. I mean, she knocked it out of the park the first time, like truly a Riverdale expert. She's become a friend of the pod. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Emily Tannenbaum. Hey guys, Emily, tell us a little about yourself and your current position. I am the entertainment editor of Cosmo, so I cover television, film, music, all that jazz. A little bit of Broadway. And no, Emily. No jazz, actually. <laughs> There's um, no jazz, but everything else. <laughs> <laughs> Emily was super informed the last time we had her on the pod, and now she's one of my go-to sources on Twitter and text when I need to know what's happening in this wild world of Riverdale. Our last pod was like an, over an hour long. <laughs> Has you anyone do, beaten me yet? No, you hold the I, record. I'm still the Yeah, I was going to throw that out. Yeah. But it was so loaded with, like, facts and theories. It was good. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, we couldn't cut anything out. No, we couldn't. It's too juicy. Yeah. So, so like, today, we're, we're, we'll it. try to keep the... Yeah, well, Let's I mean... Let's not see if we can top it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no promises. <laughs> <laughs> what, me and topping? Honey, I can... <laughs> that's a promise. So, Emily, what are your thoughts on season three overall so far? Um, it's given me some of my favorite things. I'm a big fan of the forced fight club episode that every show ever at some point has. Yes. Like it's a popular mm-hmm. <laughs> happened in like being human, Guardians of the Galaxy had a whole movie about it. Just like I love like men forced to take their shirt off and like fight each other. That's your yeah. Because it makes me like, oh <laughs> in many I'm ways. Save you. <laughs> and I also like am just a big Charles Melton Stan and like time out shows up a lot so. speaking of him and Camilla spent the Thanksgiving holiday together uh-huh. they did they did they were on a boat oh yes they, on a boat? they were on a boat they were on a boat she was wearing cool shades and they were canoodling on the boat yeah, you heard it here first. You heard it here. Yeah. <laughs> everyone listening has seen these photos. Yeah, I'm everyone sure. else has yeah. like definitely already commented on it like a million times. But also, works. Cole went home with Lily to her house. That I knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mm-hmm. like sometimes am a, feel a little weird about how much I know about all of these humans. I know everything. Like I know <laughs> so much, and I've also met them. <laughs> so it's like feels weird to be like I know everything about you. <laughs> Yeah. Except Cammie threw me for a loop when I met her. Why? Because she beat me to the knowing too much about somebody else thing. I like walked in. I was like, hi, I'm Emily. And she's like, are you Emily Tannenbaum? And I was like, this is the weirdest moment. (laughs) And she's like, I read all your recaps. I was like, wow. That's amazing. That's so freaked me out. Yeah. That's awesome, though. I was like, okay. You're like, please don't. (laughs) (laughs) No. I love that she reads them. I feel like the actors in the they show need do. to. Yeah. Because they don't know Not, what's going on. Yeah. Well, now I don't write them anymore. Right, yeah. right. But, so I was like, damn it. When I stopped writing them, I was like, no one, no one from the cast is reading my shit anymore. Just hack into, like, whoever's writing it now and just put your byline there instead. Yeah. But you're still following along devotedly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I edit pieces on it all yeah, the time, yeah, yeah. so I have to stay up to date. Yeah, so let's talk about this episode. This episode was crazy. I gotta say, the last couple of episodes this season have been so action-packed. 
that I feel like I can't even catch my breath. Yeah. So much is happening. So much is happening. Also, they, except I, I'm very upset. They've been giving me a lot of what I want this season, uh-huh. yes. but they also took away the, my favorite thing in this episode. Which was? I mean, Joaquin. Oh, yeah, I, I know. He's oh, so cute. R.I.P. Those baby blues. Favorite human. I know. Uh. But now he's available for future pilots or series. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> okay, so we left off the last episode with the warden killing himself. Yeah. So that kind of sets off a manhunt or so, as this episode is titled. Mm-hmm. Do you guys ever play manhunt? Oh, yeah. Up, like, oh, yeah. Game? I love manhunt. Me too. Me too. Yeah. And there's a spooky oh version called God. Ghost in the Graveyard. Yes. Yes. I never really knew the difference, but I always like preferred Ghost in the Graveyard. Same. Because I didn't, you, you you would have to say like, Ghost in the Graveyard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I would like hide yeah. behind yeah. a bar. Like, sing it a little bit. That was me. You're, you're, yeah. <laughs> I think I kissed my first boy playing Ghost in the Graveyard. Creepy. What was the I difference? The difference was, I think, man, I, I always played Ghost in the Graveyard at night with the lights off, and Manhunt, I... I also played at night with the lights off, so I don't really know the difference. I feel like one, like, you all hit or something, and then yes, the other, yes, like... Yes, yes, I have no idea. I, oh, I that makes Maybe you all hit and go to the graveyard, because they're ghosts. Manhunt, maybe one person hit. I think... Uh, yeah, oh! I don't know. I, don't I quote don't me, kids. I don't remember. <laughs> if you know how I to play Manhunt, please tweet us and tell us how to play. We're going to play it throughout Sam's apartment building after this pop. <laughs> Guys, her building is like a million floors. Yeah. I live in a tower. It's the only reason I get exercise. <laughs> I was winded. Winded. Everyone is. Here. Everyone is. The se- I had a seamless guy last week literally yell at me. So you find yourself back in the bunker. And Archie is, of course, wounded in bed. And Jughead runs back telling Betty and Archie that he's just seen not only the Gargoyle King, but also ten masked people. People. Yeah, literal ghosts in the graveyard. Yes, yes. So, okay, so we have read in countless interviews... Wait, wait, wait. What? Don't skip over the most important part. Tell me. Go for it. They're called the Gargoyle Gang. Yes. <laughs> They're literally the Gargoyle Gang. The best-named gang on the show, and I'm sorry. It's like a good band name, actually. Okay, well, we've read countless interviews saying that the season is not supernatural. Mm-hmm. I mean... After this episode and the other episodes we've been seeing so far, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, I don't think it's supernatural at all. Um, So what could this be? Like, what is this Gargoyle King? The Gargoyle King is for sure somebody in, like, serious cosplay. Yeah. You actually... So you think that's, like, a Julie Tamar, like, full, like, Like, stilts, like... (laughs) Yeah, that's some serious cosplay. I do think that we are going to get a Sabrina crossover mm-hmm. me too also the mines were a big um oh, set yeah. piece you're this right episode. archie did mention the mines this episode mm-hmm. yeah. and they um, went there they went there and they went there yeah. and and him and jughead will get there i'm sure off to somewhere mm-hmm. um but i still think that the gargoyle king is more likely related to the farm but then, or, what's going on with the seizures? We see Josie have a seizure this episode. Well, I think it's, I think it's probably like medical. Yeah, you think, I think it's, it's medical? Like, yeah. like the somebody pointed it out to me um, because when Betty had her visions of the kids floating over fire mm-hmm. and then had her seizure, I was like, oh, it's supernatural. This is crazy. What is happening? Yeah. And then somebody was like, she was taking medicine she wasn't really prescribed, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, I've taken Adderall, and that's never happened to me. 
But she wasn't prescribed it. Who the fuck knows? Neither was I, girl. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Explains a lot, listeners. (laughs) Yeah, now that I think of it. Okay. Also, okay. I'm just... So, like, yeah. I'll be fascinated to see. I just... I picture the Gargoyle King, like, the way we're seeing him on the show as, like, an artistic representation of a figment of character's imagination. You know I, what I mean? If he wasn't, like, real. Yeah. And they were imagining it, I believe that too, but that would, again, I think be a medical thing. I think that yeah. went out the window, that theory, when we went back and saw the Midnight Club episode, and we saw that Alice was not high on That's the true. drug and saw the gargoyle king. So yeah. we know sometimes that they're not tripping and they see this... Yeah, thing. someone is really into costumes yeah. and really good on stilts. Yeah, really good on stilts, but also like the red eyes. I like, tried to do stilts once. Or it's like, like it an NBA high. player. Yeah. Oh, it was awful. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. Tall boy. Tall boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's back. Okay, so anyway, back to Archie. Him and Veronica have sex. And first of all, how can you have sex with that wound? <laughs> that was like my first thought. I was like, isn't he like in pain? Well, then his wound. Then Kevin's like, "Oh, your wound is infected. No shit. You just like, you just rubbed against oh, someone's just... body. Like, are you kidding? Like, if I have, if I stub my toe, I don't want to touch anybody. But like, can you blame either of them? Like, that's a really hot couple. No, that's, that's yeah. That is fair. That and is they've fair. They've been pent up for a while. He was in that jail. Being, like, yeah, the last Great week they also had sex too. Yeah, but... which was actually yesterday or two days ago or something. Exactly. No, yesterday. We were just a day later. That's true. Yeah, post escape. Because um, Betty gets home and her mom confronts her about the escape the night before. So right yeah, right. it's the next day. It's the next yeah. day. And Archie, so, of course... No I can't have to sex like twice in a week. <laughs> no, too much pain? Well, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> well, then imagine how Archie's mood must have looked. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, of course. I, I don't know, guys. Yeah, thank God Dr. Curdle. Doctor was Curdle. on hands. Oh, also Betty goes. First of all, who is this doctor? And Betty goes. Well, he's a coroner. He's a coroner. Yeah, right. He's technically a doctor, I guess. Yeah. Betty goes to Kevin. Another fun TV trope using oh, yeah. coroners as doctors. Betty goes to Kevin. It's okay, Kevin. He's a doctor. We can trust him. <laughs> Got any singles? <laughs> like, why? So I don't. Maybe this is an une- a naive question. Why did they have to pay him in small bills? Uh, that I didn't get either. I think because it's just like, it's a, um, what's it called? Like under the books kind yeah. of thing. Like, okay. Yeah, like. Yeah, like you couldn't give him like hundreds. Yeah, because it's like, you know, people ask questions. Yeah. Like when you're, when you're. But um, it's in cash. That's true. And also their children, like, do they have anything other than small bills? Yeah. No, no. you're right. He like, really doesn't. Like, is Kevin just carrying around hundos? Like, I don't think well, so. Well, Kevin yeah. probably is. Also, did Kevin have to pay for it himself? She was like, get small bills. Like, where is he getting them from? <laughs> yeah. That's a really good question. Poor Kevin. Poor Kevin. In a window, was... maybe he danced. <laughs> <laughs> but he Kevin... has not gotten his musical number that Veronica promised him? No. That's true. I, do, I want a full we episode. Well, yeah. I think there's another musical episode coming. I know, but I talked to... I talked to... Um, Casey. Casey. And? Last week, and he's just... He's waiting. He's waiting for the yeah. musical. He, yeah. he, well, he's waiting for and his number. And the musical number. he was promised that he could sing if he hosted for little events. And Ryan wants him to yeah. sing Cabaret. <laughs> he wants to sing a gender-bent... Of course Love that. What do we think he should sing gender bent? Did he give you a song idea? No, he was like, uh, he said gender bent Sondheim or Katy Perry. (laughs) 
<laughs> and okay. I was like, I prefer Genderbed Song Time to Katy Perry. Oh my yeah. god, I would live though for Kevin Keller singing like E.T. by Kevin by Katy Perry. Like, you're so hypnotizing to like a murder, like just like montage going on of like the girls. I like okay. singing the clowns. I was thinking like okay. Rose's turn. Yes, oh, because like Kevin too. gets shafted so much, so that would be my Kevin's turn. Yeah, that happened on Glee. So remember, yeah, I know Kurt, that's the yeah. only Kurt. reason is like Kurt did it in like the original key. That's true. <laughs> you know, like and really like her. hit that one out of the park. Yeah. I still think about it sometimes. <laughs> okay, wait, but back. So we also now Kevin gets roped into a new quest with Archie. Always. They want to go find. Um, the Shadow Lake boys, and they hear that they're camping in the mines. Hey, Sabrina. And Archie wants to find the boys who did it. I kept thinking that the whole time. Yeah. Like, Leanne Lockett, I know the boys who did it. He wants to clear his name, because mm-hmm. we know they were paid off by Hiram. Mm-hmm. So he robes Kevin in to go find these boys so he can clear his name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, still not quite sure why he really felt the need to clear his name, because he said that he thought even if he cleared his name, he wouldn't be able to return Riverdale. Yeah, that whole little bit was a little, I don't know if if forced Forced. is the right word, but like, and then he like, he does clear his name, like seemingly multiple times through the episode in ways. I know, wait, also Archie killed me, like his little misguided attempt at like making things right, where he's like, yeah, I just went to jail because I'm sick and tired of my friends, like going out of their way to help me. Um, Crazy. hey, those shits, Sherlock, the, you went to jail and they were trying even harder to help you and get you out. Like, and he was like, I don't want to put my family through this again. And I was like, I think your parents would rather go through another trial than like you in jail. Archie's an yeah. idiot. And out of high school, like no future. Yeah. <laughs> Literally an idiot. But also, oh, it's interesting to me that Archie, you know, has been in jail. So he didn't really know what was going on with the game. Oh, he has yeah. no, he has nothing. Right. Well, I mean, um. He, like, mentions Joe that Joaquin. Has to clear yeah, he's like, yeah, Joaquin mentioned a game and ran into the woods. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, imagine how weird that must have been. I know. It's like me at recess playing alone. <laughs> Roping other people into your, like, imaginary. <laughs> no, other people would just be like, we're going to play a game. And I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> Yeah, but I was like, oh my god, he knows nothing. He has no idea what's been happening this whole season. Also, can we talk yeah. about Jughead like pulling a knife on Joaquin? Like, oh, he just, like, pulls yeah. Out knives I I was like, excuse me. I was like, oh. I don't know. That was a lot. But they're on that quest, and then we have like this manhunt episode where now there's a million things going on, and everyone's kind of on their own hunt. So we have Archie and Kevin on this hunt to find the boys. Mm-hmm. We have Veronica on a hunt to clear Archie's name. Yeah. And the biggest hunt of all, we have Betty embarking on this blame game of sorts. Yeah, hunt for the truth. A hunt for the truth. Can I say a little thing about Veronica's hunt? You can say yes. whatever you want, my friend. My favorite thing about Veronica's hunt is that she breaks into her mom's office, <laughs> break like breaks in, gets arrested for breaking in, and the woman says... Both her parents said if she ever breaks in again to definitely throw, like, <laughs> definitely send her to prison. They're expecting her to do this, yet the password is her birthday. Yeah. Yeah. And then, also, when Hiram gets the call that she was arrested, he goes, she did what? As if he <laughs> never would have dreamed that she would have done that. And I was just like, beautiful family dynamic. But you know what? We can, got Ryan's new favorite Can I say character. my favorite thing about Veronica's quest? Yes was the secretary 
to the mayor's office. That actress knocked it out of the park. I adore her. She was also a random demon in an episode of Supernatural, and she's amazing. Vancouver local. She she killed True it. Vancouver local. Yeah. Played a shapeshifter in Supernatural. Oh my god. Oh, if there's one show I know more about than Riverdale, it's Supernatural. Ryan wow. loves an aging character actress local to the town. Oh, <laughs> I love spotting Supernatural people yeah. in other random shows. She just so did good. so much with that one line. So much. Yeah. So much. What's yeah. her name? Do we know? Uh, we'll look it up later. We will find out because we loved her. Uh, and also the, how the file on the computer had the like Griffins symbol. and Gargoyles symbol on the How do you make a symbol? That. But I was so, into it. But whatever. my favorite part about Veronica's quest is she was wearing the cape that I bought on HotTopic.com to look just like her. Yes. So I have that very cape she was wearing this whole episode and I felt proud. I love how she dresses to break into places. Me too. It's mm-hmm. always Me too. an adventure. It's chic her. black like oh I, I love or, like, it. Her different disguises. I just think if there's any character that has completely flipped me around, it is Veronica Lodge this really? season. Mm. I'm, I love Cami Mendez. I think she's spectacular. Yeah. But I always thought Veronica was kind of like the boring one out of all of them. Interesting. I thought it was Betty. Like kind of taking everybody's lead. Betty is like, it's so funny because I think on paper, Betty is who's supposed to be the boring one. Right. But she's always going well, this, is, this is Betty's season Betty too. is like always on it being a crazy person, That's I true. think. Yeah. That's true. Um, yeah. So I love Veronica this season. And I like Varchi this season. I like them too. They're they game. slipped me too this season because like I always thought that they were just sex. And I felt I feel more emotion towards. It. She broke him out of prison. Like no. I'm, I'm like, here we are. No, and especially I'll this be at the times we've seen them together. They've been having sex. But. It's, a, it's like, a lot of physical emotion. Yeah. See, I I think when you're really in love, that falls out the window. <laughs> yeah, well, I haven't experienced that yet. <laughs> well, so. Jughead and Betty never have sex anymore. So <laughs> there you go. That's how you know. <laughs> Except when they're in a because bunker. Because the past season is Except gone. Except they're in a bunker. Ew. Oh, you're right. Oh wait. That really wait. Now me. both main ships have like. Fucked in like a dead boy's bunker. Sorry. <laughs> Slept no, you're together good. in a dead yeah. boy's oh, we, we bunker. Curse on this. We curse in this pot. Um, okay. In this house. So, before we're talking about Betty, let's talk about Betty's quest for the truth. Oh, she invites my God. all the parents to La Bonne Nuit uh, under an invita- invitation from the Gargoyle King. Smart. And uh, they all arrive. Yeah. Except Reggie is only allowed to have one parent at a time. In the scene where they all get, <laughs> Wait, you're right. get um, like busted for jingle jangle, his mom is there. His her mo- his mom is there. His dad is not. And then Wait, in this right. one, his dad was there. Well, it's like when Ross Butler there. exited, and so did his mom on the series. And now that Charles Melton is here, he only has <laughs> he a dad. Only has dad. I, I there's some deep things there that we have to unpack. <laughs> anyway, so she gathers all the parents together and brings up how the game is so much a threat to their children. Yeah. And we learn that it was Dilton, according to Penelope Blossom, it was Dilton Doily's father. Well, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Let's okay. hold the phone. All right, all right. Hold the phone. The blame game starts, and Hermione blames Penelope, mm-hmm. and then Penelope blames Dilton Doily's dead father. Yes. It was very into the woods. No, it's your fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But my favorite is Betty going, rolling her eyes and going, Dilton Doily's dead dad did it. <laughs> I was like, yes. You can't oh see Emily right now, but Emily just did a great uh, impersonation. And 
it, it was funny, though, how everyone just immediately doubted Penelope. Yes. Like, never for a second was she given the benefit of the doubt that she like, could that be telling the truth. But did you see that fucking smirk she did when they, like, kind of, like, oh, we're like, okay. Like, she was like, you can't Wait, see can this. I fast forward to my, I think that Penelope Blossom was working at this episode. And she was giving the acting. I wrote down, actually, my favorite lines that she had. She goes, she goes, please, Betty, call me auntie. <laughs> it was very Meredith from The Parent Trap. Like, call yeah. me like, and then she goes, um, later on, when the blaming game continues, she goes, even if I wanted to poison Daryl Doyley, I wouldn't use oleander. It leaves traces. I, yeah. That was the best I Penelope died. we've ever seen. I died. I was like, you are an icon. You're an icon. I loved it. Yeah. But you're right. Penelope was very quick to deny or transfer the blame. Also, it's always a cop-out to me blaming the dead guy. Yeah. It's yeah. So, also, like... I didn't know Dylan Doyle's dad was dead, and that felt in and of itself like a weird cop-out. Totally. A- absolutely. Though he did give me, like, when Dilton was alive, R.I.P., he gave me, like, dead dad vibes. That's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's true. But... But we and do learn that the... It was alleged that he was killed by suicide, but it was actually a murder by Oleander, yeah. which is a leaf. <laughs> and covered up very specifically by Sheriff Keller mm-hmm. and with the help of Alice Cooper, which yeah. I don't really understand how writing a article based on a coroner's report is proof that she covered anything up. But I guess yeah. he, but you know... Sheriff Keller definitely covered it up. Yeah, so yeah. the, qu- the question knows. that was why, like, and then... Yeah. If Penelope Blossom is the only one that has Ori- Oleander, whatever this is, like, then who is behind this? Well, I have a very specific... I have my own prediction. Yeah, Tell us. Go for it. Tell us. I mean, to me, and, like, I'm going to be proven wrong, because I always think too hard, and, and so far they always give us exactly what everybody thinks but me. But I thought it could <laughs> be Duncan Doyle's dad, and I I'm glad it's, it's not. I think it's Hermione. Oh. Because Hermione was the first one who was very quick to be like, I think it's Penelope. And the thing with the warning. And... Obviously, and also Oleander, you grow Oleander, she grows it in her thing. Who, how, wait, Hermione grows it? No, Penelope, Penelope, but like how easy knowing that she's the only one with a greenhouse, mm. I would definitely poison somebody with something that only that other person has. See, I have a new theory mm. at the end of this episode, but this is kind of obvious. Also, it was on Hermione, like the files were on Hermione's computer and Veronica goes, do you know what your, your husband put on your computer? And I'm like... I don't think her husband put that on her computer. That's actually so true. What's her motive for being the gargoyle king? I don't know. I'm not there yet. (laughs) So far, I'm just like, she's shady. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's shady. Also, she was the one visiting the Mm -hmm. warden before he killed himself. That's a big red herring to me. And also, I think her um, Hiram has the best alibi that anybody else, no one can top. Which is? Mark Consuelo saying, I'm not a 16-year-old nerd. Yes! When Jughead <laughs> confronted true. him. That was the best line of the night, in my humble opinion, and also my most important talking point. No, yeah. I think you have something going there. I'll also throw out, last season, we got that moment with Hermione when she had Archie come up the to chopper. her. Right. And say, like, I'm the boss. You know, they, oh. And then we kind of dropped that. Yeah, Forever, exactly. Nothing came but of it. But maybe we'll come back to that. And that extends your theory, Emily, that the Gargoyle King has been running the show for a long time now, season two and now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Oh, I, I just got chills. We'll <laughs> guys, see. It's guys. not going to be true. Yeah. But it might be. Should we talk- they're going to listen to this podcast and they're going to change everything. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about Jughead for a little bit? Yes. He yes. has a little interesting uh, journey this episode. Yeah, he does. Uh, so it, Betty reveals to FP in this meeting that Jug is heavily involved in G&G. So this, this sparks my theory. And uh-huh. it, I'll oh, expand there's at the end of the episode. FP involved too, FP's involved way. in something. FP's for sure involved. Because keep talking, Ryan, he's shady too. Oh, oh, I think you're going to say the same thing I have to say mm-hmm. and it's my favorite. Mm-hmm. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> but he barges into their trail and he says, I'm going to lock you up, boy. Which did things for me. <laughs> <laughs> and then he handcuffed him to a refrigerator. Yeah. Which, like, was the most fascinating choice for me of places to lock someone up. Well, you can't overheat. Like, like, I feel like on television, a lot of times people handcuff people to heaters. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, you're going to burn them. I thought the fridge was generous because, like, 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 what like, if he's hungry and wants a snack? Exactly. I was like, I was like feeling some fatherly vibes <laughs> from that like, choice. Okay. I get that it's generous. I just feel like you can, like, you would just open the door with it all the time. No, he was like, like, oh, if you move, who cares? Yeah. That's true, but yeah. but you know what? I, I don't know. Maybe I was hungry when I watched it, but I was like, oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. You can access food. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But, yeah, so he gets handcuffed. Betty finds him. And then Jughead, you know, has the whole gang thing with the knife and yeah. goes to find Joaquin. Can I throw, I'll just throw out there quickly. With both FP and Betty, like, Jughead is super into this game still. Yes. Like, in a weird way of, like, yes, he's trying to help find the Gargoyle King, but he's, like, so invested in a way of, like, the acting of it, too, is, like, very obsessive and, like, I need to ascend to find that. For sure. Oh, but a little bit, a little bit of a shameless plug not trying to be a shameless plug, I have an actual point, is I did this big list for Cosmo of the top 2018 ships. Mm. And Bughead really fell, like, they. I think I gave them fifth or fourth place because, like, they're not doing much together. Also, he's creeping me and her out. Yeah. Like, Bughead's not the the relationship we thought it was right now. Yeah. Especially with at the end. Yes. Of the mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, but Jughead the Shoney got on. number one, by the way. Yeah. If anyone's wondering. Who did? Yes. Shoney. Oh, of course. Um we also learn, just back to the game itself, that the mark on Archie means sacrifice. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he has a death mark on him. Yeah. Uh which like plays in again like the prior episode, the Red Paladin, mm-hmm. um, Oh my god, the uh, we, song at the end of this episode, guys. Oh, I thought it, I thought <laughs> it was, it was so smartly, fun. like, placed, though. Yeah. Oh, no, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I didn't enjoy it. That was, like... <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's a lot. But, um... And that's what was found on Joaquin's forehead, mm-hmm. too. Do we think Joaquin killed himself? Or do you think he was no, killed? No, I think he was killed because he told them stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because Whoa, wait. he was at knife point. A lot of murder this episode. Sheriff Lots Mineta, that yeah. slippery, slippery man... He killed the boys. He killed the Shadow Boys. Yeah. Except we think for he Shadow did. Boys. We think he did. Do they call them that on the show? Yeah, or they do. do that? No, they call them the Shadow oh, Boys. I wish the Shadow did. Lake Boys. The Shadow Lake Boys. I like Shadow I Boys. I like though. Shadow Boys because it reminds me of Shadow Hunters. <laughs> My third show that I know most about. <laughs> I like that one. Um, but um, we have that whole thing with the boys in the mines that were killed and. 
I was like waiting for Sabrina to pop oh, up. Oh, in like, Sabrina, the boys mm-hmm. who were killed in the mines. Yeah. But then we have these guys killed in the mines. So many people dead. In the Except mines. for one that they bring to the hospital, and then he dies in the hospital. Which... Yeah. It's like also like <laughs> it's worth a shot. I don't yeah. know if it's living in Riverdale that makes you like pretty blasé to death but like Kevin was like he didn't make it sorry bro <laughs> yeah and then Archie's just sitting in his cap like in the hallway of the ER like oh okay he's like, like I keep killing people I'm like actually those boys tried to kill you I wouldn't yeah. feel too bad about it yes yeah. it was so I was like excuse me okay and that's, that's good. You so go. Joaquin seemed pr- not Joaquin oh. um um Jug seemed pretty sad about Joaquin like he actually had like yeah. an emotional response which made me annoyed that Sweet Pea and Fangs didn't because they actually knew him their whole lives. I know. Yeah. I feel like Joaquin but... was the one that got away for, like, Jug. <laughs> like, he was such a good... <laughs> Wait, new ship, guys. A new oh. ship. New ship. No, and but I'm he here was such it. a they good little serpent. He was such a good little gang member who like, who, like, didn't have enough time there. And, like, Jug had always liked him. And then he, like, just died before he did... Ugh, you know? Yeah. Kevin doesn't know yet, right? No. No. I hope that's oh. a big thing. Yeah. I hope that's a big thing. I hope they don't like brush it aside. I know. I loved and Kevin this episode. I love Kevin and Veronica, like their rapport. Um, we had a very emotional phone call between Archie and Veronica. Yes, we did have a very emotional phone call between Archie and Veronica. I was mad at Archie. A fuck Archie and Cole. I, Archie, I have called Jughead <laughs> Cole so many times today. It makes sense. Archie and Jug. I mean, are kind of assholes right now but yes but also that was a like very interestingly like his facial expressions were really oh, getting to me we got yeah. acting we got acting the, across the I board know, this episode i think cammy knocked that mm-hmm. out of the park like, I felt for I, her. like felt for her he did one thing that bothered me his voice didn't ever break yeah he mm. would like didn't have it in his voice but he had it in his face. Like, no, yeah. I mean, you believe they're in love. You just see Archie is just so incredibly misguided. And he really, really thinks that he's doing the best for, like, Veronica and for the other people he loves. But he's not. And, like, I just, you know, we know it's going to come back full circle, but it's hard to see. But I'm excited to see where Jughead and Archie embark and go. Are yes. they going to go to Greendale? It's, like, weird because they we'll never see. needed the tracks to get to Greendale before. Mm-hmm. Right. But, and, like, they talked about hopping on the train. Mm-hmm. But maybe they're going to a far point in Greendale. Who knows? Maybe. I'm yeah. getting like Anastasia vibes. Like when they're on the train, they're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> right? I guess sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. I I will say I don't think our we know for a fact the Sabrina crossover isn't happening yet yeah. unless they filmed something top secret. Uh, Which well, is tough. they're only on, they've only filmed, as of last week when I talked to Casey, yeah. they had only filmed 12 episodes. Yeah. So they technically have time to do whatever the hell they want. Totally. If they decide that That's Sabrina true. ratings aren't where they wanted it to be, right. like, they can boost Sabrina by bringing them on. Like, we've got time. Yeah. We've got time. No, I just meant next episode. Like, oh, they're no. not going to, like, be on the right, tracks right, right. and, like have Sabrina next week. Right. I don't think so. I will say, in fact, next week's episode is the episode Sam and I were in Vancouver for. Yes. So we have a little insight. And we have our favorite character, Elio, has a big, big moment next week. Yes. Uh, By the time you are listening to this, you'll have seen the, like, coming next week. We haven't seen that yet. Uh, We do know for a fact, though, that it's, they're bringing back that, uh, episode set up from last season where they're doing three stories at once 
Um, oh wait, that's what I did the last time I came here. I'm oh like, yes, yes. I did oh that's why I was like, yeah, can yeah, yeah. I be next week's guest too? Honestly, uh, just yes. like <laughs> yes, full circle. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, but we and we also see the reemergence of Elio, and we actually have a great interview um, with Julian back oh, yeah. next week. You, it's it's really fun, you guys. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, so we know that's happening next week, and we also know Archie's gonna be on the run. Yeah. With Cole, I mean with with Juggy, with Juggy. Jug Cole. Okay, guys, this brings me to one of the greatest horror scenes we've ever seen in Riverdale. My favorite I part of the episode was shook by this feels. scene. Holy crap. Okay, so it's Alice and Betty back in the house. Yes. It's thunder and lightning. Yeah. Set the scene, Sam. Okay, great. I'm doing it. So Betty goes to confront Alice because um, the blame game has continued. And finally, Penelope's like, you should talk to your mom and find out, you know, what she's hiding. Okay, auntie. So she goes to Alice, her mother. It's a dark and ominous night. There's a lot of lightning. Kudos to the lighting team. It looked good. Also, the camera work, like, whoever was the cinematographer for the the episode, like, the camera work was very, like, paranormal activity. Like, it was, like, far, but then close, but very shaky. I don't know if you've noticed. I think the camera, like, the, whoever the, like, DPs and, like, the cinematographers are on the show always bring it. Right. But this scene especially, never lagged. No, never. We have the pie, like, on the stove. Like, you have, like, a... A shot, kind of like you know, showing that. What was the what was on the stove? Like popcorn. Souffle. It was popcorn. Popcorn. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh. We, don't, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a pie souffle. So popcorn, where it comes and the foil starts popping. I've and never done pops. that. But we've never made popcorn. I've never made it with stove top. It's just like a thing. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. I was so, like, I was waiting for the house to burn. <laughs> me too. Well, me yeah, like, too. well, that's again, that's another kind of like a tropey thing, and like a yeah, lot of the times, uh, like you see it burst and the popcorn fly out, like when mm-hmm. like dramatic things happen in television. It's definitely a reference. Well, the craziest mm-hmm. thing that's ever happened that I rewound fourteen times because it really like shook me was Betty and Alice talking and they're looking at each other. They're fighting. It's escalating. And you see the shadowy figure that walk so past scary. the window. I literally, I'm going to have a nightmare tonight. <laughs> like you really, really got me. And also just the way that scene was building. Like they're fighting, they're fighting. Alice is like, what was that? And Betty's like, I'm coming with you, mom. Like, Well, that was oh. what got me because that was such me and my mom. Like mm-hmm. my, me and my mom would like yell at each other and then if something happened, I'd be like, no, I'm coming with you, mom. I love mm-hmm. you. <laughs> it was just so perfectly paced perfectly acted again and like everything about this scene was awesome and they open the door nobody's there and then they look back Alice goes to close it there's a hand on the door she closes it the hands reach into the door mm-hmm. yeah. she looks back Very and cool. who's there ding dong the gargoyle king <laughs> I'm high on stilts <laughs> like, like, me. I'm like how are you in the house like right. I'm alone in my house like yeah. how are you there <laughs> Like, how the fuck are you in there? You're on stilts and you have red eyes. Yeah, I have Like, no what's idea. happening? They're sober. <laughs> like, I don't, guys. Yeah. I've seen well, the Lion King people get set up before Circle of Life when they walk down the aisles. It takes more than, like, a second. It's you not know, quiet. No. It's, like, good to do. I know. Exactly. I, know. I agree with <laughs> that. It also takes, like, the magic once you see it. Like, yeah. once you see everyone get into the elephants, so you're like, oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when you're in Times Square and you see, like, Pikachu with his okay. head off, you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know if I was ever, like, marveled by any of the people in <laughs> Maybe that's just me. Um, but drunk scene, Elmo. Drunk Elmo. I mean, yeah. this scene really shook me. And then they run upstairs, and FP is climbing through the window, yeah. and it was his arms trying to get in 
quote unquote looking for Jughead. Pretty convenient that also, you're like, in the house the same time the Gargoyle King is there. And also the look that he and Betty exchanged was very sinister. Also, can I just say that that was like the best Scream reference they could have made? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I caught that! He's... <laughs> He's Alice's boyfriend, but what if he's actually the killer pretending he was there to protect her, mm-hmm. but he was really there because he's the killer. And also, like, climbing through a window was kind of Billy's thing. Yep. It was so Scream. I, I was, was like, like, there for it. I was here for it. I was here for Ski allowing it to happen and not mm-hmm. being like, oh, I don't want to... No, they Billy. eat into, like, like, the camp of yes, it all. Like, like, it's so fun. He was the one who wanted Nev Campbell to play mm-hmm. um, Mrs. Jones. Yeah. But it's going to be... um. Not Nev Campbell, unfortunately. No, Bye Bye Birdie. Oh, Gina Gershon. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Revival. Um, but yeah, I mean, Betty's face when she saw FP, like, that's what got me thinking he's involved somehow. He is, because they wouldn't have placed such a beautiful scream reference. No, and also wasn't. the fact that he found out his son is playing this game that maybe he's helping orchestrate and then tries to protect his son by handcuffing him to the fridge. Like, why, what else is, yeah, I know you're trying to keep your son safe, but you've been such a bad dad in the past, bad but, like, dad. what are you doing? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I really appreciated that moment. It was um, so, it was so great. It was my favorite part of the night. Also, I will say, like, it's interesting, because last year I was so disappointed that it was a parent who was the killer, because it really bothered, I was like, so what, we're we just going to go through all the parents, and nobody's going to have parents, they're all psychos? But this year, I'm not like, I need it to be, I need it to be FP, I need it to be another parent. But this episode... Like, let's just clear them out. Yeah. <laughs> Hold the phone. This episode, they also called it out, where I think it was FP, who, or no, it was Hiram, no, it, it was, was Hiram. It was Hiram. He's yeah. like, you want psycho, like, you yeah. want psycho parents? Like, call Hal Cooper. Mm-hmm. Call Cliver Blossom. I don't know. Call your dad another point against Mr. Mm-hmm. FP Jones. Yeah. So that was very, like, I like when they call out, like... The camp of it all, um, and then after, and I was like sitting back in my bed. I'm like, what a great episode! It's done. It's not done yet. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Not yet, you guys. Um, not only do we have Archie and Jughead going on their Anastasia journey, we have a twist that I did not see coming. Alice tries to keep Betty safe. No, okay. Alice is deranged. By Alice, Alice is deranged. Cooper is deranged. Like sending. Betty to She's the Betty committed sister to the sisters. Of Quiet Mercy. There must be a sister of Quiet Mercy escape every season. First season Polly, second <laughs> yeah. season um, in the Cheryl, <laughs> like third season Betty. Like, Those nuns need work. You know, they need their <laughs> they need their sag weeks. <laughs> like, like Betty gets committed psychotic. after it's psychotic, but after commitment, like she's never looked better. Her hair is down in loose <laughs> curls, like I mean, I fantasize about going to rehab. Maybe now I fantasize about going, no, just because it looks so nice in most Hollywood versions of rehab. <laughs> like, have... I need a break. Yeah. Sam and I saw A Star is Born together. <laughs> and oh, like, God. All, like, the rehab scene starts. And I just, Sam leans over to me. She goes, it looks so nice. <laughs> and I'm like, cool. It's a great, <laughs> had a great couple of weeks. It looked, there. There's a gorgeous pool. Yeah, we like, love pools. We love pools. It's <laughs> just like, I don't know. And Betty looked good. She looked good in the home. I don't know. Anyway, so she's in there and she's there, you know, with the nuns. And she's there and you're already kind of like, oh my God, she's in the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. How's mm-hmm. she going to get out? And they're like, you're safe here, Elizabeth. And then she goes into the, the art therapy class 
sits down. Crazy. And every single committed girl is drawing paintings of the Gargoyle King. Whoa! I'll also throw out one time Sam and I went to a BYOB painting class in which we designed the Brooklyn Bridge. And uh, we went through a couple bottles each. (laughs) And by the end, all of a sudden, the instructor came up to Sam and he goes, what's that? And she goes, oh, it's a dead body. (laughs) Sam had... (laughs) Painted a dead body floating down the East River in the Brooklyn Bridge portrait. Because I don't think I've ever seen anyone do that before. Well, he, (laughs) listen, he said towards the end of class, he's like, you guys can add your own. We were following like a stencil. And he was like, you could add your own like little flourishes and details. Everybody drew like stars. And I was, I wanted my own, my own touch that was pretty that could hang up in my room and be proud of. So I drew a dead body floating in the river. Sam has watched too much Riverdale. Yes. That's probably the issue. Yes, that's true. <laughs> he needs to take a river break. <laughs> you can have a river break, you guys. When's the hiatus? But <laughs> what is going on in this town? Crazy shit. Crazy shit. Yeah. It's a pretty messed up town. Um, it's an epidemic. They've got, like, they need to be, like, quarantined. Something's happening. Something's happening. <laughs> Something is happening. What's interesting Something's to me is when we water. saw them on Watch It Happens Live, Sorry, I just burped. <laughs> Andy Cohen asked um, Billy Meinhardt, he's like, is Jingle Jangle still on the show? And <laughs> and Betty's like, no, but there's a new drug that's pretty much an epidemic. And now that we're like in the season, it's kind of like what you said. Like there is something altering their minds. There's something, something altering everyone's perception. Also, what was the old timey drug that they were taking in the flashback episode fizzy rocks fizzy rocks rocks. we sell some pop rocks if you want no drugs can be anything other than like a reference to like a child's candy i agree i totally agree from now on from now on like coke is canceled yeah coke is canceled no it's fizzy rocks or bust we have some we want (laughs) anyway i really am at a loss right now i think that you're right that we can put fp and hermione on high on our uh, suspects list Mm -hmm. but as far as the gargoyle king and how everyone in the town seems to be affected now, I'm at a loss. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. We do Evelyn yeah. Evernever. Oh. Also kind of made a little appearance. Okay, and we, know, and we know Edgar's Creepy. coming because I saw the breakdown on the casting website for uh-huh. him. So we know he's coming and he's going to be like a larger than life character that's like a culty leader. I'm... Evelyn, something's going on with that girl. Yeah. Oh, she was so Luna Love Goody this episode. She's so creepy. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm a very disappointed that they put Michael C. Hall as the principal because I thought he would have been a... Michael C. Hall! Uh, not Michael C. Hall. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Anthony Michael Hall. Yes. Yeah. Michael Hall. So, you know, um, the two Michael Halls. <laughs> easy, Anthony easy Michael mistaken. Hall would have been a perfect Edgar ever and ever. Oh, oh you're right. That. I would have loved to see him as, like, a creepy cult leader. Yeah. Like, since the dead zone and, like, Breakfast Club. I would anyway, give my left my arm to be a cult, creepy cult leader. Um... I, yeah, I think that the cult, the farm, and the gargoyle gang gargoyle. are definitely connected. I think that so the fact that we're not seeing a lot of Evelyn right now connected to the farm, it's all going to come full circle sooner than later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I love about this season is we're getting a lot of twists and turns right away. Yeah, like it's, it bothered me so much that I was like almost done with the show when Hal Cooper was 
the Black Hood because everyone knew Al Cooper was the Black Hood. Right. Yeah. And this time I'm like, I have, I believe in my heart that Hermione's shady and FP's shady, but I don't know how. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how it all connects yet. No, I think but what I, you guys we both were, said about Hermione's. Everybody calling everything about how throughout the whole time. Oh, there's a second person that is helping him. Oh, it's probably somebody he's guilting into it because of that previous murder. There was yeah. no surprises last no, year. No, no, no. And I have no idea how any of it connects this year. Yeah, I yeah. think that what you said is on the money. I also think what we saw in the flashback episode about the Blossoms and what we know now, even but though they might not be the prime suspects, something shady is going on. One, one caveat to this episode I must point out that we got some wonderful... Wonderful Penelope Blossom. Yay. We got zero Cheryl, and I don't accept zero Cheryl. No, she did. She did rush to Josie's side as soon as she fainted. But that was it. That was it. Yeah. But we did get a lot of Kevin, so I guess, you know, give and take. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I, sorry. (laughs) Cheryl Blossom Stan, like. She's the queen. Oh, I get that. She's the queen. And, like, Choni doesn't get enough play. That's true. Yeah. But we can hope. And, I mean, that. Still waiting on Anna Rose. We do know that she'll Still. be coming probably in two episodes now. We saw a gorgeous we photo that um, that Penelope tweeted on. Uh, no, she Instagrammed it, and it's yeah, Natalie. It's yeah, Natalie yeah. Bolt. It's a family portrait of the three Blossom girls, and yeah. they all look quite beautiful. But we knew Barbara was going in for an episode the week after we were there. Yes. So we were there episode seven. We're going to probably get some Nana Rose episode 8, which I cannot wait for. Can't wait. Nana is life. Yeah. What if Nana's the Gargoyle King? Imagine. (laughs) She's suddenly, like, very agile. And, like, just, like... As long as she doesn't die. She was a witch. She she might be a witch. All those episodes. That's the crossover. She's in Greendale. (gasps) Emily. That's it. I cracked it. That's it. Call me auntie. (laughs) But that also is a good reminder, because I keep forgetting that Betty is a blossom. Yes. Yes. Like awesome. I don't think I don't think like Penelope is telling everyone to call her auntie. Like it was a very specific. Like she's technically. <laughs> oh my god! With parent, I was like, "Call me Aunt Vicky." <laughs> that was it. It always got me. Creepy. So creepy. Where Emily? Where can we follow you? You can follow me at EC Tannenbaum on Twitter and on Instagram. Same and make sure you read Cosmo online and in print. Yes. Some great things coming from Emily. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. As you can hear now twice. You're a revealed expert. Ugh, so like, such an expert. If you're not following, check your life. Uh, you can follow me. I'm at Ryan Bloomquist. At Sam Gold. Follow us at Riverdish on Twitter, at Riverdish Pod. Tell us how to play Manhunt. Yeah, or Ghost in the Graveyard. Mm-hmm. And um, avoid <laughs> men and stilts. 